Hello there. You're listening to the Revolutionary Podcast, the show that brings you to celebrating women's unconventional choices in life. It is a women-centric platform which encourages women speakers who have taken up unconventional roles. With your host Somya. When we think about the saying "life begins at 40," we get reminded of someone who is a living example to us. This week, we have with us Ms. Bhavna Bhave Tokekar. who started weight training after members of the Indian Air Force bodybuilding team informed her about weight training to increase her strength she learned about the techniques rules and regulations of powerlifting and got selected for the masters 2 category 40 to 45 age group at the age of 47 bhavna bhave tokekar a mother of two teenagers won four gold medals at the open asian powerlifting championship of awpc wpc Achilibins in Russia. The powerlifter has bagged three gold medals at the World Powerlifting Championship held in Moscow. In Russia, she competed with 500 players in U67.5 Masters 2 category and won the gold medal in full powerlifting raw and bench. With a world record of bench press, she has made India proud. She also features in the upcoming book of Purna Bell titled Stronger. On behalf of Team Dolab Inara, I welcome you to this podcast. This podcast is proudly presented to you by Team Dolab Inara. It is a club under the Dolab Campaign, a United Nations Foundation initiative, undertaken by like-minded young individuals who believe in standing up for social causes. Inara, in its literal sense, means a bright light, and to us. It is a ray of hope to empower women around us. Girl Up Inara works in close association with the United Nations Foundation, with an emphasis on gender equality, menstrual hygiene awareness, and mental health. So let's get started. So, ma'am, with what I have gathered, you were initially a homemaker, and your passion for fitness and gym ended up making you a powerlifter by profession. So tell us about this journey of yours. Uh, hello, Soumya. Thank you, Girl of uh, Inara, for inviting me for this podcast, and uh, thank you for such uh, beautiful words. Uh, well, um, first of all, Masters two category uh, in the description, uh, you said it's from forty to forty-five. It's from forty-five to forty-nine years of age. Okay, so this master's two is between forty-five uh, years to forty-nine years of age, and uh, uh, you asked me about uh, uh, after being a homemaker for so many years, how did the powerlifting thing happened? Uh, yes. First of all, I am still a homemaker and a proud homemaker, and that too by a choice. Uh, nobody has forced me to become a homemaker, and I continue. to being first homemaker and then a professional powerlifter i mean uh, um, uh, what i believe is if if you if you set your home right first and uh, or simultaneously uh, if you perform um, at a, a, i mean in the outside world uh, i feel that combination is is great because if you if you don't have your home uh, right and then if you do something outside i i feel it's uh, it's like a half done job 
i mean it has to go together uh, for uh, for anybody uh, men or women um, i i believe uh, it should be a combination of both uh, so i am a proud homemaker and then a professional power lifter and uh, how the power lifting thing uh, started was uh, since i was uh, weight training quite rigorously uh, for so many years and uh, uh, i used to keep uh, searching on the net on the youtube about my techniques about my uh, form and uh, how to correct it or where i am going wrong so that is when i uh, came to know about power lifting and uh, there is something called masters category also and uh, the powerlifting seemed quite similar to what i used to do in the gym so uh, uh, that's what a thought came that why not try it uh, at least once in my lifetime why not go and compete so that is how the powerlifting uh, thing started oh indeed some very true words coming from you ma'am it is an inspiring story Indeed. So you became a power uh, you became a power lifter at forty one and won so many mm-hmm. laurels at forty seven. We do mm-hmm. see female power lifters making our nation proud, but despite mm-hmm. that, we see the kind of prejudices which are attached to the sport itself. So mm-hmm. was there anything which you faced while making this choice? Yeah, like any other normal uh, Indian girl or woman, I too faced lot of. Uh, of uh, nasty comments or a lot of uh, um and um, the surprising part was it was mostly by uh, uh, fellow women or fellow uh, my friends or uh, it was mainly by girls or ladies and that is quite surprising in fact i believe the ladies or the women should be the one who should who should have supported me wholeheartedly but the nasty comments or the uh, uh, things uh, some some very disturbing things were said by uh, women that uh, i mean um, and, and there was no reason or no uh, nothing it was just a mindset that uh, uh, after the age of 40 or a women shouldn't do this or uh, i mean we have some set criterias in our society that a women should do this and should not do this so it was all um, probably how we are brought up or how a society uh, we live in um, so i i do have faced lot of issues i do i still face i mean uh, it is not that uh, things have stopped uh, but yeah uh, things have changed a bit people have st- started recognizing what i do uh, and appreciating but uh, there are still a lot of people who, who don't consider this as uh, something which is uh, which is normal i mean i feel weight training is very normal for any uh, men or women it is basically for your own fitness it is nothing to do with uh, anything else whether it's man or a woman so uh, but uh, i mean what do i say about it i i too faced a lot of issues and i still do face uh, from people around mm. they are not quite But- open to uh, me lifting uh, such heavy weights Hmm. Well, me personally, I am really awe in awe of your performances, and you really inspire us a lot. And you are a true mm-hmm. example for our listeners out there that age is just a number, and how we should always pursue our dreams, irrespective of what people say. And mm-hmm. this 
brings us to our next question with uh, like which is how was your experience in russia how did you feel while representing our country there oh it was great uh, first of all i never thought of uh, uh, i mean winning i just went there to uh, uh, have an experience a lifetime experience right at the age of 47 if you're representing your your country that in itself is quite a big achievement forget about winning uh, or losing so it was great and the people out there the athletes uh, are they so supportive i mean I, i i have no words for russian athletes how they uh, they wholeheartedly supported even uh, when we never knew each other's language they couldn't speak english i couldn't speak russian but uh, we still communicated we still communicated through our technology google translator and uh, whenever there was a time when i felt uh, uh, i needed something or uh, suddenly somebody will come and help you out 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 of nowhere and i never knew any of the athletes it was uh, it was very very humbling very great experience and uh, uh, frankly one uh, one of the athlete who is an elite power lifter uh, who had helped me without he knowing me or i knowing me uh, i knowing him Uh, is my coach now so that kind of help i got from the russian uh, uh, powerlifters or the um, the powerlifters there it was it was amazing experience i can never forget how uh, i mean never forget and i i can't describe that in words when i went f- uh, for the first time to lift uh, it's it's just uh, there are no words to describe how i felt mind blowing i mean being in a foreign country for so long is a task which perhaps many might fail it was indeed because of your determination that you represented india and made every indian proud so also we wanted to ask you what are your plans for the future well i'm uh, training for my uh, kyrgyzstan asian championship uh, which will be in june hopefully if everything goes well um, if the covid situation is in control and if the international flights are open uh, so then uh, hopefully uh, i'll be going for my june uh, uh, this open asian championship in kyrgyzstan and uh, after that i'm planning uh, for uh, uh, uk championship also which will be in manchester uh, in august so uh, let's see hoping for the best incredible You are truly an ambitious person and we all are excited to see you in the next phase of your life as well. Proceeding mm-hmm. ahead, <laughs> I would like to ask you what is one of the major life lessons you have learned all this while which you would like the young women out there to listen to as well. well for the young uh, women or men i mean i i don't discriminate between men and women uh, for the young people first is fitness i mean uh, now since uh, we have already one one and a half years we we are seeing what what it is like uh, to not be fit so first is fitness uh, it it shouldn't be limited to whether you're competing or you're not competing uh, it's like along with your eat sleep drink job uh, you have to take fitness also you cannot ignore that 
and the next thing i feel uh, what is uh, the young people should have is confidence if you have confidence in yourself if you believe in yourself the world will believe in you uh, like from my own experience the moment i started believing in myself the moment i thought i can do this uh, it it's all in your mind so if you if you feel you can do it you can do it obviously you have to work hard towards this it's it's just <laughs> the confidence doesn't help but uh, along with working hard if you have the confidence if you if you believe in yourself uh, everything will be set and the world will believe in you hmm so the key word here is believing in it yeah believe in yourself have Great. confidence that you can do it and work towards it Yes. So that brings us to our next question. You you won four gold medals in your tournament representing India and how did your family react to it? Oh, uh my husband and my kids were more confident than I was that time in fact. Uh it, not confident in fact they were more sure than I uh, than I was. I just went there for an experience but my kids and my uh, husband uh, they always knew that I would I would do something uh, more than I was uh, thinking or I was just I was just going there to participate but they knew I would I would bring the medals. uh they were very excited happy in fact my younger one was uh, more excited than all three of us he <laughs> he went around telling all his friends and uh, everybody what my mother did and at times it used to be embarrassing when he used to uh, almost announce it like <laughs> on the <laughs> during his chats or during his um, uh, whatsapp i i had read few and it, he was like more excited than uh, any of us was <laughs> that's really sweet so you had a very supportive family behind you and behind all the success yes yeah, definitely my okay. kids and my uh, husband are my backbone <laughs> yeah like i have always been their backbone so it is not just that only they do for me i also equally support them in all their endeavors so it is it, it comes naturally for them to support me in whatever i do Yes it's it's mutual respect. Yeah that's that's family is for. Yes. So that brings us to our next question. Uh, do you think training under a normal trainer and a trainer under Indian Air Force bodybuilding differ? Yes definitely. uh i mean uh, since i was lucky and uh, uh, i got some uh, professional trainers who it was not just professional trainers they were more than happy uh, to train me uh, so uh, that that enthusiasm that uh, i i mean if if you don't get that those kind of trainers it's very difficult at the age of 39 or 40 and in some 8 9 10 years to be where i am um I, i might have uh, i i can or i might put in that much of effort but if if you don't have a trainer who knows uh, uh, his profession well uh, it's not possible to uh, to reach this stage uh, you know, with your hard work the trainer has to be good he he has to be a professional so i was lucky to be 
trained under uh, Indian Air Force bodybuilding team, and uh, they know knew their job uh, very well. So it it does help and it makes a difference, a lot of difference. Hmm. Yes. Yes. I completely agree with what you just said. So, um, so we happen to know that you started training to deal with the weight gain due to steroid medication. Uh, mm-hmm. So, what else were the ill effects you faced with its consumption? Well. Um, due to the medication there were a lot of the, i still do have lot of uh, side effects uh, uh, i can't go out in the sun uh, there are times when um, uh, i mean i have flare ups so i again have to take medication so my body doesn't recover from the um, training i do every day uh, like if if a normal person trains and uh, his his or her body recovers my body doesn't recover that fast so i have to go through through all those um, uh, aches and pains and still uh, train uh, every day uh, plus i have lot of uh, other issues like uh, lethargy or weight gain suddenly if you are on medications uh, then um, th- there are times when you have crampings uh, i mean you name it steroid medication is not uh, an easy thing to take a uh, uh, lot of mood swings cravings uh, i mean Well, there, there are so many, and in fact, there are. Uh, it, it's not even listed what uh, the normal side effects are. They are not listed in those uh, those medications like uh, heat sensitivity. It's not listed. Sun sensitivity is not listed. But I still get this. Uh, I cannot be uh, near a. Uh, I mean, bonfire or or out in the sun. Uh, my i will have flare ups all over again so uh, there are a lot of side effects which i still go through so you despite all the odds you overcame all the challenges and difficulties and you're still going strong that's actually very inspiring to all of us <laughs> because uh, i decided never to give up so that is that is the yeah, key <laughs> yes indeed believing and never to give up <laughs> yeah so uh, you also got a mention in puna bell stronger and with mm-hmm. this your story reaches a thousands of people out there uh, how do mm-hmm. you feel about it how was your experiencing uh, experience interviewing for the same <laughs> first uh, first of all when uh, puna messaged me i couldn't believe i thought uh, i i get so many uh, instagram messages that we want to collaborate or we want to do uh, have you on board or uh, so the, most of the messages are fake at times mm-hmm. or uh, they are not up to the standards which i want uh so uh, even i thought but then when i looked her uh, looked her profile and i was my, i was surprised i knew i have a, a, a fan base in uk and us and russia but uh, i never knew my story has reached uh, that far that uh, punabel um, uh, decided to contact me and uh, uh, decided to have uh, me on i mean uh, write about me in one uh, in her uh, book stronger uh, I, i couldn't believe in the first place and then obviously i was happy i gave the interview it was it was awesome it was like uh, two friends talking to each other what she went through what i went through during my um phase of powerlifting phase or um, how um, uh, it's taken as in the society or uh, what you go through in your personal life and then you how you transform 
so it was it was hmm. it was more of a two friends chatting with each other so the whole process was very cathartic yeah yeah amazing well we wish you all the very best for the book thank you thank you so much and uh, this brings us to our last question mm-hmm. how in your opinion do you think can we progress towards a gender inclusive society because as you said you also faced a lot of discrimination being a woman and playing the sport uh see well, gender equality uh, if 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 you consider in my sport uh i lift hmm. does a bar or weight know who's lifting i mean does a bar know that it's been lifted by by a female power lifter or female weight trainer or uh, or a female or a man no it doesn't know anything right so why should we yeah. have that mentality of only uh, men can lift and uh, women can't or uh, likewise i mean there are certain jobs which only men can do and fem- women can't it it is nothing like that so uh, and uh, equality i feel begins at home um you don't have to first uh, um, look outside or correct uh, others you have to correct your own home like i um, in my first question i an- which i answered uh, i am a f- homemaker by choice and i'm a proud homemaker if you don't have your uh, uh, set home or you have not set your home right and then you perform something outside i feel it's half uh, half done job so uh, first you have to start from your home so the equality starts at your home um, like at, at my place uh, it it is it it's never that the dishes are not done by my boys or only i do certain things or only they so do certain things no it's it's a family of four and we all um, equally divide as to um, uh, what what all will do uh, to help each other so the equality i believe starts at home and uh, be it any sport the a sport doesn't know that uh, it's a female sport or a or a male sport it can be um, mm. uh, i mean done by anybody so i i feel uh, there shouldn't be any discrimination and the uh, the the transformation has to start from home if it starts from home one home then it will be 10 homes and 1000 homes and ultimately our society will change what is a society it is basically families together right so if yes. one family starts likewise the other families would also see and start so uh, yes. i believe it's it's a collective effort and it should start from your home so it's basically taking small steps in the right direction yeah and you should be the one who should be taking uh, the first step you can't think oh uh, when he or she will take then i'll take no first you have to start the process yes completely agree with what you said so that's like it's actually very remarkable and you definitely are successful in encouraging all the women out there to chase their dreams i am sure that your message went loud and clear to all the young ladies out there this brings us to the end of our podcast you've reached the end of this episode with miss bhavna bhaveto kekar of the revolutionary podcast thanks for listening to our podcast thank you so much ma'am for joining thank you somia thank you, you team dolabinara you're most welcome ma'am 
If you love this episode of our podcast, head over to Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. See you at the next episode. Thank you. Bye bye. Have a good day.